Thank you, Jesus. Woo. Oh, man. All right, you can be seated. You can be seated. All right. Who's excited to be in Sunday school? Super Sunday. Oh, yeah, Brother Hood. Pastor Hood's excited. Oh. Who here, this is your first time at Apostolic Revival Center. This first time at Sunday school. Any first timers? Wyatt? Wyatt, welcome, Wyatt. Let's welcome Wyatt, everybody. Woohoo! And back in the back, welcome. Yeah, you should come up here where the fun is. We're having a blast. Awesome. Look, I know we've already been seeing a welcome. Yay! I want to get to the preliminaries. I want to say a great big thank you to Pastor Hood and Sister Hood for being such incredible hosts and for inviting us to come be with you. You're incredible people, amazing friends. Hey, man, I'm so glad to have my lovely wife with me today. She doesn't get to go with me everywhere, but I'm blessed when she is. And I'm so glad that you guys are here. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, did you come for Jesus? Look to another neighbor and tell him, neighbor, it's God time. That's right. And that's exactly why. I'm going to give away some candy. <laughs> but, I know we've already been singing a lot of songs, but we're going to sing some more songs. I'm going to teach you guys some new ones. You guys may know them, you guys may not. If you do know them, you can sing with me. But I started to feel that energy rising with these kids. I'm going to get you moving, all right? And so I want us all to stand up, and I need some helpers. I need some kid helpers, and I need some teen helpers. Get up here, brother Dane. Let's give Dane a hand. Way to go, buddy. Thank you. All right. Do I have a girl teen? A girl teen? All right. Come on up, sister. Give her a hand. Way to go. Jacob, you want to help me? Jacob, come on up. I need another one. I need a girl, a little girl. You want to come up and help me? Wait. You want to? Miley, come on up, Miley. All right. And for helping me, Jacob and Miley, you are going to get to pick from the bag. There's Sour Patch Kids in the bag. There's M&M's in the bag. There's Skittles in the bag. There's Reese's Pieces in the bag. There's Hot Tamales in the bag. And for some strange reason, there's a Sharpie in the bag. But you can't have that. <laughs> okay. But we got to get through the song first, okay? Everybody else, I need your help too because it's no fun when we do it by ourselves. We need everybody's help. Okay. First of all, no matter what age you are, I want you to think of a number between... Five and 12. Everybody have the number? If you have a number, shake a bush. This is your bush, shake it. Okay, you got a number? That's how old you are for the rest of this service. How many six-year-olds in the house? How many six-year-olds? How many nine-year-olds? How many 10-year-olds? How many 11-year-olds? All right, how about five-year-olds? Oh, boy. Uh-oh, watch out, Pastor Hood. Look out. All right. Okay, we're going to sing a song, and it's called Be Happy. And so I need you to show me if you know how to jump up and down. Does anybody know how to jump up and down? Right here on the front row, do you know how to jump up and down? Okay. Who here knows how to spin all around? Okay. Who here knows how to praise his name forever? Who here knows how to shout out loud? Yeah. Woo! Awesome, you guys got this. All right, hit it, maestro. All right. Oh, I need you to clap your hands. 
We came to worship Jesus. Ready, Jacob? Ready, Miley? Come on, give me a high five right here. Boom, 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 boom. Hey, uh, uh. All right, here we go. Five your hands. You got to sway a little bit, bro. Put some soul into it. There we go. Gonna jump up and down, gonna spin right around, gonna praise your name forever. I'm gonna shout out loud, gonna dump in the crowd, gonna send my praise to heaven. I'm gonna jump up and down, gonna spin right around, gonna praise your name forever. I'm gonna shout out loud, gonna dump in the crowd, gonna send my praise to heaven. Gonna run this race, ready? I will run this race and I will never stop. Jesus till the day I die. Oh, I dropped. Oh, I'm dead. I can do all oh. things on grass and strength. Don't even ask me. When you've got such a lot, when you've got not a lot, what? Be happy. I'm gonna jump up and down, gonna spin right around, gonna praise your name forever. I'm gonna shout out loud, gonna jump in the crowd, gonna send my praise to heaven. I'm gonna jump up and down, gonna spin right around, gonna praise your name forever. I'm gonna shout out loud, gonna deafen the crowd, gonna send my praise to heaven. Ready? Come on! I will run this race and I will never stop. Such a lot when you got not a lot. What? Be happy. Somebody clap your hands. Here we go. Yeah. Let's run this race. Here we go. I will run this race and I will never stop. You gotta do the head bob. I follow Jesus till the day I die. Oh, I'm dropping. I'm dropping. Oh. Can do all things When you got such a lot, when you got not a lot, what? What? Be happy. Be happy. Yeah. Give him a hand. Woo. Oh. Uh, all right, you get to choose one box. Don't eat them in church. Here you go, sit down, lucky kid. All right. All right, everybody can take a seat. <sighs> Thank you. <sighs> but not too deep. Okay. All right, Who has, who's having fun so far? All right. I've got more candy in my bag. Should I give, should we do one more song to give him a chance? Yeah, okay. <sighs> I'm so tired. Actually, I think we should all just take a nap. Who's with me? Anybody ready for a nap? This is my time. This is my nap time on Sundays. So, all right. I need two boy helpers. Or no, one teen boy. How old are you? You're 12. You want to help me? You're seven. Oh, you got me. Oh. Come on up, buddy. Caleb, right? Caleb? And, and Wyatt, 
And I had two girls, two girls. Wait, I didn't tell you the prerequisite. No, come on, Wyatt. I know you can. I need somebody who knows how to spell. Who can spell well? Can anybody spell well? W-E-L-L. -L. I need some girls right here. Okay, you have to know how to spell faith. Do you know how to spell faith? F-A-I-T-H. Good job. Do you know how to spell faith? Oh, okay, well, good for you. Come on up, girly. Sister Bo. What's your name? Remy. Awesome. Let's give it up for Remy and Kay, Kyla, and Wyatt, and Caleb. Woohoo! All right. Nicole. Hi, Cole. Okay, guys, I got some candy here for you, but you got to participate, okay? These are my three rules in kids' church. Number one, everybody bring, put your point, pointer finger up to the ceiling. Bring it to your mouth and go, shh. Rule number one is no talking when the person up front is talking. It's pretty easy. Rule number two, take your two fingers out and look to your neighbor and say, I'm watching you. That's right. That means you keep your hands to yourself and stay in your seat. Pay attention. Rule number three is my favorite rule. It's three words. Just have fun. I want us to scream rule number three. It's my favorite rule of all time. Three, two, one. Just have fun. But if you're going to have fun, that means you have to participate. Very good. And so having said that, I need everybody to stand up. All right. All my kids, which is everybody. And we're going to spell faith, but we're going to spell it with our bodies. Do you know how to do that? F. Everybody go F. A. I. T. Don't. Bro, you almost knocked his tooth out. You might want to give yourself some elbow room. T. H. There we go. All right, we're going to talk about faith today. All right, go ahead. Hit it, maestro. Or my bro. All right, have your hands again. Here we go. Ready? You guys got this. I like it. Ready? Well, well you've got, got a mountain, and it's in your way. You want to move it, but it wants to stay. You need the power that comes from F-A-I-T-H. You guys got this. I know you do. Ready? We're talking sickness and poverty. Oh, man. Any problem has got to flee. There we go. Cause it's the power that comes from F-A-I-T-H See, you guys got it. So I'm going to say, give me an F. You say F. You ready? So oh, give me an F. Give me an A. Give me an I. G-U-H. I said, give me an F. Give me an A. Give me an I. One of those right there. G-U-H. We're talking power that comes from F-A-I-T-H You guys got this. Where'd it go, man? This is the power that comes from F-A-I-T-H Ah, dude. All right. Oh, well. It will always work for you. Yes, it will. The blood of Jesus guarantees it's true. Cause it's the power that comes from Shout it out! There we go! Yeah! That's what I'm talking about! Yeah! So, so give me an F Give me an A I can't hear you kids! Give me an I 
be seated. Don't eat their candy in church. There we go. I'm out of shape. There you go. Man, I wanted those. (laughs) All right, listen, guys. Okay, I've got some good news for you. Somebody say, cool. I'm going to tell you a story. Who wants to hear a story? Cool. This story is about the coolest king in the Bible. Well, he might not be the coolest king, but in the story, he's the coolest king. Dude, he was a ninja. Who wants to hear about the ninja king of Judah? Brother Hood, did you know that there was a king of Judah that was a ninja? It's true. Well, he might not have been a ninja, but he sounds like he could have been. His name was Asa. Somebody say, Asa! What is a ninja's favorite drink? Water! (laughs) So King Asa, he was a warrior king. He was a warrior. He was was a pretty cool cat. Can I get my notes, please? They're on my phone. Thank you. I'll I'll meet you halfway, brother. I got you. All right, here we are. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank God. We made it. All right. Everybody say it's cool. I'm really tired, guys. I sh- somebody walked off? I already lost them? Man, I just got up here. Check it out, guys. We are going to learn about King Asa. Somebody say, King Asa. He was the ninja king of Judah. He was a warrior. As a matter of fact, just to help us remember his name, I want us to go like this. This was his war cry. You ready? Ooh, ha, King Asa. Ooh, ha, King Asa. Ooh, ha, King Asa. 
There we go. What was our war cry? All right. That's it. Very good. We're talking about King Asa. He was the ninja king of Judah. I don't know, but it sounds like it. But he warred against a wicked king in Judah. He tore down idols and buried them, burned them. He even had his own mother removed as queen because she worshiped other gods. They had revival in Judah. Who wants revival in Carson City? And so God blessed King Asa because he saw that King Asa, his heart was perfect before the Lord. He saw King Asa. Sounds like a Japanese food dish. He saw King Asa. <laughs> King Asa went to the sushi restaurant and ordered some sake King Asa with extra teriyaki and a bottle of water. <laughs> and so King Asa, God blessed him, and he had peace in Judah. Who likes it when there's peace around there, around them? Who likes having peace at home, peace in the church? It's so nice when peace comes. And so during this time of peace, King Asa ordered that walled cities called fortress cities would be built all throughout the land of Judah. And he built large cities with large walls to surround the city to protect them from enemies and attackers. And he built fortified gates and, and strong towers with bars and locks and Bible says that they built and prospered. Oh man, that's, that's my kind of time. That's my kind of season. But that wasn't enough. He also wanted to gather an army. Who here has an army? You don't have army men at home that you put up? I, I do. But King Esau, he wanted to gather together a mighty army. And so who's here good at math? Anybody get at math? Do the math in your head, okay? Do the math in your head, and then I'm going to have you raise your hand and tell me what the answer is. It's just simple addition, but it's like hundreds of thousands, so we'll see if you got it or not. All right, so this is what his army was composed of. From the tribe of Judah, he had 300,000 warriors that bore large shields and spears. Ooh, king. Right? 300,000. You guys got that? Of mighty warriors. And then from the tribe of Benjamin, he got together 280,000 warriors that were archers that also bore shields and bows and arrows. And the Bible called these men mighty men of valor. He had a strong army. So how much, how many men was in his army total? 300 plus 280. He had 580,000 mighty men of valor. Talk about an army. Who here has 580,000 army men at home? All the moms and dads are like, please. We're having a yard sale Saturday. They were all mighty men of valor. So they had walled cities, fortress cities. They had gates with locks and an army. You'd think they had every right to feel safe. Somebody say amen. They had every right to feel safe. They had every right to feel comfortable. But as in every time of peace, there will always be a rising. Somebody say, uh-oh. And sure enough, 
there was this man who was also a warrior from the land of Ethiopia. His name was Zerah. Everybody say Zerah. Now, Zerah's name literally meant rising. There will always be a rising against peace and prosperity in the kingdom of God. And so Zerah came against King Asah and his army and his city with an army. You think they're pretty safe? They've got walled cities. They've got 580,000 men of valor. Guess how big Zerah's army was? How much bigger? Dude, Wyatt, you're reading your Bible, bruh. Zerah had one million soldiers. Somebody say, uh-oh. He had one million soldiers, and King Saul only had 580,000. They were outnumbered one to two. They were outnumbered by 420,000 warriors. Oh, somebody say thank you, Jesus. Okay. He was outnumbered one to two. It was going to be a bad day for King Esau. King Esau had every right to go behind his wall and to quake in his boots and say, Archers, get him from the wall. It's okay. Ah! He had every right. He built fortress cities for this purpose so that it would help them defend themselves. But King Esau knew that sometimes... Some battles, you'll never get the victory staying behind a wall. Sometimes you'll never get the victory if you stay in what I like to call your comfort zone. Anybody have a comfort zone? Is it your bed? Is it your room? Is it McDonald's? King Esau, he had every right to get behind that wall and quake and shake and be worried and bite his nails and get in his comfort zone and say, oh, I just hope they bypass us. But no, let me tell you, friend, the devil is not going to ignore you. He's not going to pass you by. He wants you. And we can't just hide behind a wall and quake in our boots because God's given us power over the enemy through the Holy Ghost. And so <clears throat> King Esau realized, if I want the victory, I'm not going to stay behind a wall. I've got to take my army out of the comfort zone, and I've got to face this thing head on. And Esau prayed a simple prayer. He prayed this in, in 2 Chronicles 14, 11. He said, Lord, it is nothing with thee to help. Who knows that God can do anything? My God can do anything, right? God, it is nothing for you to help, whether with many or with them that have no power. Help us, O Lord, our God. Somebody say, help us, Jesus. Anybody need Jesus' help today? I need his help. I need his help. I can't get through life on my own. I need him. And he prayed that simple prayer, help us, O Lord, our God, for we rest on thee. And in thy name we will go against this multitude. O Lord, thou art our God. Let not man prevail against thee. And guess what happened that day when they went to war? They not only won, but the army of Zerah fled the other direction. They said, ah! These people are crazy. They're mighty men of valor. Yeah, that's part of Zerah's army. Ah! Ah! 
am hiding. And so I would like to introduce to everybody today my walled city, my fortress city. All right? Goodbye. This is what I like to call Tyler's Box. And it's nice and snug, and it's cozy, and it's mine. And you can't come in here because then it would not be Tyler's Box anymore. It would be Tyler's Box and everybody else's box. But that's not what it is. This is my, everybody say it, comfort zone. This is my, this is my little bubble. I like it best in here because nobody can hurt me. Nobody can embarrass me. I'm safe in my comfort zone. Sometimes I'll put my head up. No. There's scary people out there. There's people with mean words and mean faces. And there's people out there with bad intentions. And there's people out there that will hurt me and make fun of me if I get out of my box. And you know what? You might have a reason to get into your comfort zone and to get into a little bubble, get into your little box. Because you think it's protecting you from bad things. And that may be true. But guess what else is happening when you get in your comfort zone and you stay there? You hinder God from being able to give you good things that we all want and need. I need four helpers. Matter of fact, Sister Hodge, can you come up here real quick? <coughs> Thank you, Sister Hodge. Can you just grab those signs for me? I'm not going to pick you, but I want to tell you what God has in store for somebody here in this service today. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. I want to let you kids know, you adults, all y'all kids right now, I want to let you kids know that God can you show them the first sign? God has healing in this place for you. Anybody feel like they need a healing? Maybe not in your body, but maybe in your heart. Maybe in your mind, maybe in your family. There's healing that needs to be poured out. And God has it to give to you. What else does God have for us? He has, it's upside down. He has revival Anybody want revival? You kids want revival in your Sunday school? Any teachers want revival in their classrooms? How about, how about Pastor Hood? You guys want revival in your church? You guys want revival in your families, in your neighborhoods, in your city? I want revival. God has it to give to us. He's got plenty to go around. What else does he have? Who here wants a blessing from Jesus? Anybody want blessings from the Lord? Oh, come on. That's it if you really want it. Let's let him know. All right, what, what's next? What else does he have? He has the Holy Ghost to give. I heard a kid say, what's the Holy Ghost? Let me give you a quick explanation. The Holy Ghost is simply this. It is the Spirit of God. And when you receive the Holy Ghost, you receive God's Spirit into your life. You receive him into your heart. But the problem is... We're not comfortable to reach out and get what God has for us. Sometimes we wonder, what if I shed some tears? And what if somebody sees me cry? 
what if I say the wrong things? And what would my friends think about me if I lifted up my hands and I wept before God because I was so hungry for a blessing, because so I, I was so hungry for the Holy Ghost? What, what would people think of me? What would I sound like? And so because of fear and because of, because of our comfort zone, we think we're protecting ourselves, but really we're keeping ourselves from being able to get what God has for us, no matter how bad we want it. He has it in his hand to give to you. But you got to break out of your box. you got to break out of your comfort zone. I've been looking around this place, and I can tell. Some of you guys are just quiet kids. Some of you just, just a little shy, got a little shy spot in you. And that's okay. But friend... God can give shy people the Holy Ghost. And God could help you be the catalyst for revival in spite of how timid you are or quiet you are. Who here wants God to use them? Who here wants God to fill them with the Holy Ghost? I want, okay, so we know that the Holy Ghost is the Spirit of God. Let me tell you, the way you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God has filled you with the Holy Ghost is while you're praying, you're going to start saying words you've never said before. And you start speaking a language that you can't understand. You're not going to be able to speak English. If you speak Spanish, you're not going to be able to speak Spanish. It's a heavenly language. And God gives it to you so that you would know you've been filled with the Holy Ghost. But that's a little scary. That's a little uncomfortable. And so I'd just stay in my box and say words that I know. Kids, if you've never received the Holy Ghost before and you want the Holy Ghost in this service, I want you to raise your hand. If you've never received the Holy Ghost and you want the Holy Ghost today, I want you to raise your hand. Don't be embarrassed. Can I, can I give you a little bit of encouragement? You've got to break out of your box if you want it. This is the time when I'm going to ask for my helpers, but I'm not going to pick you. If you want the Holy Ghost you got to step out of your box and come up and get it. If you want healing, I'm not just talking to the kids right now. If you want healing, you got to step out of your comfort zone and seek God and put your faith in Him enough to say, I'm stepping out in faith. I'm breaking out of all of my inhibitions. I'm breaking out of all my doubt, and I'm going to get my healing. If you want blessings from the Lord today, it's up here. See, Sister Hodge, she's got it right there in her hand. And when she gives you the sign, that doesn't mean you get the Holy Ghost. It's a, it's, it's a sign. Literally, it's, it's an actual sign, guys. It's just a sign. But what you're doing is you're saying, I want what God has for me. And even though it's uncomfortable, and even though it's hard, I want to break out of my box. And I don't want to live this way anymore. I want, I want what God has for me. And your box will still be there. If you want to get back in it after church. You're welcome to get back in it. But I choose. Uh-uh. I choose. I'm going to receive the blessings that God has for me. I'm going to receive the Holy Ghost. I'm going to walk in. I'm going to live in it. I'm ready for what God has for me. But I'm not going to hold back. I'm not going to hinder God from giving me what he has for me. And so I want us all to stand. The musicians would come. Like King Asa, he had every right he had every right to hide behind that wall and stay in his comfort zone and just hope that the victory would come. But he was desperate. He said, uh-uh, I want victory. I want victory. Who here wants 
Who, wants, who here wants to be, have victory over the devil? Have victory over life's issues? That's it. That's it, Miley. That's it. Listen, I'm going to give us a little bit of instructions. I'm going to give us some instructions right now. I feel Jesus in this place. I'm going to give you some instructions on how to break out of your box, how to break out of that comfort zone. Who here knows how to pray? Anybody know how to pray? Good. If you know how to pray, I'm just going to give you a few tips. If you don't know how to pray, I'm still going to give you a few tips. If you want to take it to the next level and really get your breakthrough, we got to put a lift kit on our prayer. Anybody ever seen a, a truck that was lifted high off the ground like a monster truck or something? That's because a lift kit has been placed upon that truck. And it's elevated above everything else because somebody put a lift kit on it. And so our prayer today, we're going to put a lift kit on our prayer. Somebody say, cool. This is what you're going to do. First step, you're going to close your eyes. Because the moment you open your eyes and start looking around, you're going to start retreating into that box. Because you're worried about what other people are seeing. The devil's going to use what you see to hinder you from getting what God has for you. You're going to close your eyes. The second step is you're going to raise your hands. The Bible tells us in the book of Lamentations, it says, lift up your heart with your hands unto the Lord. Anybody know how to hear, hear to, knows how to physically lift up your heart? I can't do it. But the Bible says if you want to lift up your heart, you lift up your hands. The third step we're going to do is we're going to lift up our heads. No one's going to have their head facing the ground. We're going to lift up our head. Psalm says this, lift up your head. O ye gates, lift up your heads, O ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. We're going to lift up our head. And the fourth thing we're going to do, we're going to lift up our voice. I know you're shy. I know you might be quiet in nature, but today I'm breaking out of my box because I want some things from God. And I'm not worried about who's watching. I'm not worried if this is my first time in Sunday school or my 20th time or my millionth time, I still have not received the Holy Ghost. I still haven't got my blessing. So I'm breaking out of my box, and I'm getting it today. Anybody desperate? Any adults, any teenagers desperate with me? God, I want what you have for me. God, I'm not settling. I'm not settling for not being filled with the Holy Ghost. I'm not settling with not being blessed. I'm not settling for it, God. I want victory. Come on, that's it, kids. Hallelujah. It's up here. It's waiting for you. Who wants revival? Come on, adults, kids, just step out of your box. Come and get it. Come and get it. Come get the sign. If you want it, I want you to take this sign out of my hand, and I want you to claim it in Jesus' name. Come on. That's it. That's it. Now pray for it, buddy. Pray for it. Realize it's, it's not going to be up to my pastor. It's going to be up to me. It's mine. Who here wants a blessing? Come on up and get it. Who wants a blessing? There you go. Now pray for it, buddy. Don't just grab the sign. Pray. Close those eyes. Lift those hands. Who wants the Holy Ghost? Miley, you want the Holy Ghost? You want healing, buddy? All right. I want you to come up to this front. I want you to come up to this altar area. And we're going to pray. We're going to ask Jesus for these things. We're going to ask him for victory. Come on up. It's okay. No one's watching you. This is just you and Jesus right now. Raise your hands. That's it. Don't face, face that way. That's the altar, okay? Face that way. Close your eyes. Lift up your head and lift up your voice and just tell Jesus what you want. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. That's it. 
He loves it when you say, I love you. He loves it when you say, hallelujah. That's his favorite word. Go ahead and give it to him. Jesus, I want you in my family. I want you in my life, God. I pray over Miley right now. In the name of Jesus, I pray over these children, God, that your hand would be upon them. God, fill them with the Holy Ghost, Lord. God, I pray for blessings, Jesus, to overwhelm them, God. Let them, Lord, know, know that the answer isn't in my comfort zone. The answer isn't in my box, but the answer is crying out to you for help. The answer is lifting up my voice. The answer may be shedding some tears. Hallelujah, God. I love you, Jesus. That's it, Miley. That's it, Miley. That's it. That's it. In the name of Jesus, God, touch these girls right now, God.
Change. 